With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. How's morale today? We're down a couple of Danettes. Seaton out. Wait, why are you applauding, Paulie? How's morale? We're good. Yeah. What, Todd? I think he's just getting pumped up. Let's do it. Okay. Extra effort for all of us. Marvin's not here. Seaton's not here. We took Mario out of the back room, so he's going to sit, not say anything, but he's going to sit in where uh, Marvin does. And uh, the backroom guys, we're down a couple of backroom guys. This is the late push. This is where you win most valuable, least valuable Danette. Also, most valuable BRG. This is where it's won and lost right here. This is playoff time right now. Yes, Paul. There's a lot of dangers. It's a double-edged sword. Like, let's say we didn't have a good show today. Then it's mm-hmm. Fritzy and I didn't step up. And you become more valuable in your asset and your absence, right? So, like, remember years ago, I think the, the flying line, I lost Kendall Gill. And then they 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 tanked and when they needed him back. That's an old reference, but wow. you know, Seton and Marvin may may benefit from today. Mm. We're betting on ourselves right now. Basically. Are you? I think we are. Are, are we? <laughs> we have to. We have no choice at this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're Aaron Judge. Is that what you're telling me? I think that's what it is. Okay. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Last day to guarantee shipping for your orders. DanPatrick.com, December fifteenth. So make sure you uh, make sure you get it done by then, okay? Just so we know that it'll get there, and then there's no heartache, you know, when you Christmas morning and there's tears because you didn't get your calendar or whatever you ordered. So, eight seven seven three DP show email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner. You can download the app, watch for free iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, and nearly 400 cities around America carrying this program. Patriots handled the Cardinals. Kyler Murray hurt on the first drive, and the early indications are there's a tear in the knee, the ACL, probably done for the rest of the year. Not confirmed there. Uh, The Cowboys have added a wide receiver, but it wasn't OBJ. It was somebody else with initials, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, the Buffalo Bills have signed Cole Beasley. You start to wonder about OBJ. And then there's this quote from uh, Jonathan Jones, CBS NFL insider. OBJ says, I don't see the point in playing in the regular season. He said that on a podcast. That's not going well around the league. Um, that is uh, from Jonathan Jones on uh, OBJ. And then you start to wonder about this. This is why I said this a couple of weeks ago. Is uh, anybody asking when he's going to play? And then he sent out the uh, crying emoji and I'm an outsider and uh, that's why I'm not an insider. Whatever he said. I don't know if those are now real tears that he's crying, not laughing at me. But once again, I'll say the same thing to you, OBJ. You're welcome to come on the program and talk about this. Uh, since I'm an outsider, I'd love to learn what's going on on the inside here. Are you going to play football this year? And what he wanted was a two-year contract. He wanted to get something that was around 18 to $20 million, from what I'm told, and that uh, probably was going to wait until the postseason. That's when he was going to be healthy enough. Now, maybe he's coming back at, you know, the next couple of weeks, but if you're the Cowboys or the Bills or the Giants, do you want to take a chance on that and give him that kind of contract? If you're OBJ... Do you want to come back 
in, you know, sort of finite amount of time, try to prove yourself and you're going to get a long-term contract. I don't know how much bargaining power you have right now. And, you know, are the Cowboys still interested? The Giants or the Buffalo Bills? I guess, but if I'm the Cowboys, and, and I, I applaud Jerry Jones because I think he did the right thing. It's not, hey, we got to have him. Let's go sign him. He said, let me see you work out. Now you bring in T.Y. Hilton. I didn't know that he wasn't playing for anybody, but he was, I think, on the Colts roster, and now you pick him up. That's a veteran guy. Maybe he can help you. Uh, Tim Kalashaw covers the Cowboys. He'll join us coming up a little bit later on. Dan Orlovsky of the Mothership will stop by as well. Yes, Paul. Dan, quickly, would you guys like to play the what does T.Y. in the T.Y. Hilton stand for? Mm. We played this game nine years ago when he went to the league, so no hints. Anyone, what does T.Y. in T.Y. Hilton stand for? Thank you for picking me up. Today it goes for that. But yes. What do you think T.Y. T.Y. I'm going to go Theodore Yeoman Hilton. Theodore Yeoman. That's an actual man. Solid guess. All right. Dan? Um, hmm. Terrence, yards after catch, Hilton? Okay. No, that's, that's, that's not it. Okay. That's my guess. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, the Y part of it is interesting. And it is T period, Y period. So it's initials. Or is it? Does it stand for anything? It's Eugene Marquis Hilton. I have no idea what T.Y. stands for. We actually had him on, and he told us, and I still don't remember. Okay. But T.Y. stands for nothing. All right. It appears to be uh, this program brought to you by Discover. You can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time, and that is amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. We got a play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. I think there'll probably be a referendum on um, artificial turf, the turf that Arizona plays under last night. I mean, grass, uh, it, it, it comes down to, I mean, that was a non-contact injury for Kyler Murray. There are certain turfs that are great to play on. There are certain turfs that aren't. Uh, I go back to, you know, Philadelphia had some of the worst artificial turf I've ever been on. I couldn't imagine, it hurt walking on it, let alone being tackled on it, but with what happened with Kyler Murray, non-contact, those things happen. I mean, go back to Odell Beckham in the Super Bowl. That was non-contact. Certain things happen, certain situations, and it's a fluke injury there. I wonder what this does. You know, now Kyler Murray's done for the year, it looks like. Not confirmed. But does Cliff Kingsbury get a hall pass? Even though he lost him late in the season, they weren't going to make the playoffs. But... It still feels like the seat's got to be a little bit warm there, even though everybody got contract extensions in the uh, offseason. Uh, what's the poll question we're thinking about going with today? Uh, we got a few possibilities. One is, should, or you might say, will Kyler Murray's injury affect Lamar Jackson's contract status? Hmm. Yes or no? Okay. Um, it, it shouldn't. But I still, I, I think I've been on record for the last two years. Something is, something is up there with the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Now, you can say, well, he doesn't have an agent. It's his mom. What was he waiting for? Once Deshaun Watson signed his deal, that's when I thought, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I say, I want that deal. That's what I want. But this is it. I think the Ravens will franchise him. I would. Because... You know, he was an MVP a couple of years ago. Can he stay healthy? You know, how long do those quarterbacks last? Eight years? Nine years? Look at Cam Newton. Cam's still younger than, I think, four starters in the NFL. But, you know, if you're going to pass on $200 million, you're Lamar Jackson, I don't know if I... If I'm the Ravens, I don't know if I go, you know what? You didn't want $200 million. We're going to give you $230 million. I just don't see it happening. But I, I, don't, I don't know if they're related. Even though they're similar quarterbacks, I don't know if they're related. But I, I've, all, I've felt, though, for the last two years, it didn't feel like the Ravens were all in or something was not synced up there. Yeah, Paul. Lamar Jackson this year, his stats are similar to last year. He had, last year was his worst season, 16 touchdowns, 13 picks. This yeah. year, 17 touchdowns, 7 picks. Of course, he's running the ball well. Do you think that they're, the Ravens are going to be extra cautious when they see what happened with Kyler Murray's deal or, 
or Russell Wilson's deal and say, because once you lock this down, that's a, a minimum four-year commitment for Lamar Jackson. And running quarterbacks going into the 30s, I don't know if that's what people sign up for. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to sign up long-term for that. I just don't. Uh, even Kyler. And, and you, you went early on that contract for him. I understand you go early for Mahomes and Josh Allen. I, Kyler Murray hadn't proved anything to me. Lamar Jackson has, but he still makes me nervous. And Cam Newton is 32 years of age. He's not in football any longer. That style does take its toll on you, but uh, I don't don't put in Russell Wilson's contract into this equation. I mean, that was just a, they they got, give credit to Seattle. They made a great deal. And did you see where we might have some fiscal sanity with a quarterback and his agent, with Geno Smith? Because if I'm Seattle, I say to Geno, we're going to give you $25 million a year. We're going to give you a two-year deal, 25. I mean, let's say they give him 30. I don't know. But I, I saw where the number was a little over $20 million. And that we're going to give this to you, reward you, but we're going to take a quarterback with that high draft pick that we're getting. And I've said all along that if you get quarterbacks who understand or their agents go, here's a soft landing for both. And my guy can stay as the starting quarterback there. That, to me, makes the most sense. Instead of if Geno Smith goes, hey, look at the year I put in. I want $40 million. Well, I'm not paying you $40 million. But if I pay you twenty-five and I give you $50 million guaranteed contract, two years, are you signing up for that? I hope he does. Yeah, Paul? You can find articles in August where Seattle's being questioned. What are they doing as a franchise? What's Pete Carroll doing? You go into the season with Geno Smith and Drew Locke at quarterback, no one bought into either of these two guys. Now they're in a position where Geno Smith may be the answer-ish, you know, yeah, and, and they can get him at a bargain. Or they right now they have Denver's pick of the draft, which is the number two pick of the draft. Yeah. At worst, right now, they would have the second quarterback off the board. Do you want to have a high draft pick this year for this year's quarterbacks or next year's <laughs> quarterbacks? It's always next year. It always <laughs> is next year. It's the McLovin thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, man, we love the quarterbacks that are available next year, not the ones this year. Uh, it's official. We had gotten word that Mike Leach was not doing well, Mississippi State's head coach. He has died after uh, being hospitalized, a massive uh, heart attack. And uh, he had been on the program many times going back to Texas Tech. Always a character and a offensive genius. You know, on the short list of college coaches, you know, I can go back. Um, June Jones is up there. Uh, who was Mouse? Mouse Davis. Mouse Davis was up there. There, there are certain coaches that NFL coaches would come and see them. That's how brilliant they were. And Mike Leach was one of those. You know, there, there's a few of these college coaches that you look back in history, and history should be very kind to Mike Leach for his ability to throw the football. And, uh, you know, Mouse Davis and June Jones, you know, these, these are guys that created something unique in college football. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, and, and, um, you know, he, he really got his name at Texas Tech. He took over Texas Tech in 2000, Mike Leach, and they peaked. They kind of really hit their stride. In 2008, he was 11-2. and two. They made the Cotton Bowl. But I think yesterday was the anniversary of that game versus Texas, where Texas, they knocked off Texas, and they had the pass to Michael Crabtree. It was called Six. We had him on the next day, and you asked him, what's the play call? He goes, Six. And you said, why? He goes, it's designed to score a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> it's designed to get six. Crabtree? <laughs> yes, Fritzy. And so refreshing to see someone just being themselves. They're not yeah, trying to be anyone. You know, he's unique, eccentric, a little odd and off, and just kind of a every man's kind of guy. How do you not root for someone like that? Yeah, he was a character. Very creative. He was a little eccentric. But uh, Mike Leach has passed away at the age of 61. We'll come back. The Patriots' defense is Super Bowl caliber. The offense isn't. Uh, Debo, good news on him. And uh, we'll come up with a poll question as well. We're just getting started. We'll hear from Mac Jones coming up in a little bit. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. This message brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? That's the latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal info 
like your name and address, from 10 popular people's search websites that could sell your data. And they do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Play of the day coming up. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. You know, the Patriots take the ball away. They're not very good on offense, but since 2019, the Patriots have 75 takeaways, 11 defensive touchdowns. That's tops in the NFL over that span for both takeaways and defensive touchdowns. And, you know, the DeAndre Hopkins fumble changed everything last night running with the ball out, the Mannings we're talking about. You'd get yelled at if you didn't fumble and you're holding the ball out like that. But uh, scoop and score, and the Patriots uh, handled the Cardinals here. Here's Mac Jones on the victory. Those guys stepped up, and obviously with Damian out, they had to step up. And the thing I told them was for Kevin, you know, it's just like SEC football. So go out there and do your thing. Um, and you've, you've played against really good teams, and that's what it is. You know, he's animated, and I do like seeing that because I think when we first saw him, it felt like you would just kind of plug him in and he was robotic. But he does care. And I can't imagine, Troy Aikman talked about this last night. Troy goes, hey, I can't play safety, so why would you have a defensive coordinator become your offensive coordinator? He said, doesn't make sense. You don't see the game the same way. And he's right. And I thought, okay, just throw anybody in there 
Belichick is going to be able to be the offensive coordinator, but you take Matt Patricia, defensive-minded guy, and all of a sudden you put him in as offensive coordinator, this is already an inept offense. Matt Patricia doesn't elevate that. It's not like you go, man, that's a brilliant offensive mind. Because when you have that, then you can make chicken salad out of or make you know lemonade out of lemons. And I watch that you know New England offense, and it's it's just benign. It, there's nothing exciting about it. And he is you know get the plays into me. You know, let me throw the ball. Let me do something here. Let me try. They're just not a good offense. And they've gotten worse this year with Matt Patricia. Yeah, Paul. Matt Patricia's job is to keep people from scoring, so technically (laughs) he's doing his job. Yeah, He's just keeping his own team. Keeping his team from scoring. They were ranked sixth in the league in scoring last year, the Patriots offense. This year they're down to 18th. Yeah. Uh, Poll question, what are we going to go with, Todd? We are going to go with uh, will Kyler Murray's injury, as opposed to should, affect Lamar Jackson's contract status, yes or no? Okay. I guess running quarterbacks. What are you going to do with Tua? What's going to happen with his contract here? I'd be curious about that. Plus, you know, I'm looking at the remaining games that Tua has. He's at the Patriots. He's at the Bills. He's got the Jets. And I'm trying to think the other game that they have. But but you're going to, okay, you're going to play in the elements in Buffalo. You know New England's defense is really good. And, you know, the Jets' defense can be pretty good as well. They host the Packers. That's Christmas Day. So that might be one of those, oh, get a little bit of a breather. We're going to go against, uh, you know, uh, the Packers. They host the Jets, I think, at the end of the regular season. But I'm, I'm just curious what happens with Tua now, because these are two bad games, and now you play Buffalo on Saturday night? That's spicy. Yeah, Paul. But if you look at Tua's situation, you know, they want to get this contract done as fast as they can. They don't want to wait for year four, because what if he does a downturn next year? That's what Kyler Murray's situation was. Remember before the season, hey, we got to oh, yeah. sign him, we got to sign yeah. him, and the Cardinals wanted to punt it to after the season. Imagine what they'd be, what shape they'd be financially if they had punted it to the end of the season. Yeah. They wouldn't be bringing Kyler Murray back. If they did, they'd just bring him back for one year and then see, show me what, you know, go bet on yourself. Yes, Todd. And are they definitely going to beat Aaron Rodgers in the pack on Christmas? That's, to me, I could see the Green Bay winning that one. Oh, okay. I'm curious what the spread would be on that. I don't think they would, there would be a major spread for the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't know. You could maybe see if you could find I out, could. Tom. I think, I think the ego of Aaron Rodgers alone on Christmas Day with everybody watching, <laughs> he'll find a way to maybe sneak a win in there. Oh, so that'll be it just because it's Christmas Day. The motivation Day. of oh, winning on Christmas. Motivation. Everyone's oh, home watching okay. together. Family All right. All right, so that's the poll question. I didn't see that one coming today. Will Kyler Murray's injury affect Lamar Jackson's contract negotiations? I would say no. I think the Ravens already know sort of what they're going to do with Lamar Jackson or what they're not going to do whether Kyler Murray got hurt or not. Yeah, Paul. By the way, the Christmas Eve Christmas football situation is unbelievable. You have a, I think you have nine games on Christmas Eve, just almost a full slate. Mm. From You basically have football from 1, 1 p.m. Eastern till midnight okay. on Christmas Eve. Fantastic. Right. And then on Christmas Day, you have Packers at Dolphins, 1 p.m. 4.30, ooh, Broncos at Rams. Can we flex out? Mm, I don't think so. Hopefully Baker Mayfield makes it interesting. Mm. And then, because uh, who start? Who would be starting for the Broncos? Uh, T.J. Simons, whatever Rip, his name that'll is. That'll be Brett Rippin. Rippin. Whatever. Ugh. And then the Buccaneers at Cardinals, the late night Christmas night game. Well, Russell will be back by then, though, won't he? He's not going to play this game, I don't think. But he'd be back the following week. At least that was preliminary reports there. All right, some phone calls here. Uh, let's see. Andrew in Washington leads us off. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning. And, uh, good morning just to Polly and Fritzy and Dan Mario. Thanks for doing the board. Hey, um, my condolences out to the Leach family. He actually coached out here in Washington state for a little while with the Cougs and got him their first bowl win in 2015 since 2003. So he kind of brought him back from the Drew Bledsoe and, and prominent got the Cougs back, but, um, that's too, too sad to hear about that. Dan, I did have a question and a quick stat of the day. Um, my question is, if the Eagles are locked for the playoffs, can Jalen Hurts win the MVP even if he sits out a couple of games? 
And then my stat of the day is just that, uh, hey, Luka Doncic last night, 38-11. and 11. That's his 37th 35-point double-double, which ties the franchise record for the Mavericks with Dirk Nowitzki. Guys, thanks for toughing it out. Have a great day. All right, Andrew. Thank you. Yeah, we're down a couple of dead ends. Marvin out and uh, Seton out. But Mario, we brought him from the uh, back room, and he's sitting there filling in for uh, Marvin running all the equipment here today. Yeah, Paul. I got the preseason MVP odds. Where do you think Jalen Hurts was on September 1st, before any games were played? Not in the top 10. Not in the top 10 is correct. You got the usuals, Josh Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, Brady, Rogers, Burrow, Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, mm. who we didn't know even know was going to play. Yeah. Jalen Hurts was 12th on the list at plus 3,000. I think he would have to play the rest of the regular season. If they have the best record in football, then I think he's going to win the MVP. It's just if, if he doesn't play a couple of games and Mahomes does play and Mahomes has a couple of those unbelievable highlight games, that could sway the voters here. But I think what Jalen Hurts has done, these aren't magnanimous numbers. And I think he's got, what, 20 touchdown passes, 10 rushing touchdowns. But I think the story is interesting with Jalen Hurts because last year, all right, the Eagles made the playoffs, but we looked at Jalen Hurts and go, he could be holding them back. He didn't look good against uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And then this year, you know, I pointed this out that, you know, the conversation was if Jalen Hurts doesn't work out, they got two first-round draft picks to use on a quarterback. I mean, that's how tenuous this was. And he's answered every question that you've had for him this year. Hasn't turned the ball over, and they got the best record. You know, getting A.J. Brown certainly helped out a lot here. But you know what? The Eagles supported their quarterback, and I give them credit for going out and making that move. Yeah, Paul. The Eagles had the Bears this weekend, assuming they take take care of that. They would have the Cowboys on national TV in two weeks. If they beat the Cowboys, they're in the clear. But that's where you win the MVP. Right, and then those last two games for the Eagles are host the Saints, host the Giants. Those mo- might be unnecessary, even for home field advantage. Yeah, if you lock down home field advantage, you have the best record, you beat the Cowboys in a standalone game, then I think Jalen Hurts is going to win the MVP. Uh, Ron in California. Hi, Ron. What's on your mind today? Hi, Dan. I want to thank you for taking my call again. I'm third-time caller. I did convince Tyler to let me talk about a best, and it's not a best of the weekend because I know it's Tuesday. It's the best part of life. And what I mean by that is years ago I read Those Guys Have All the Fun, that expose about the mothership. And in it, you, sir, are described as a welcoming person, a true friend, a real mentor. I just want to thank you for living up to the expectations that we, your audience, have of our heroes. So just thank you for that, Dan, for being a true human being. Well, thank you, Ron. Um, I was taught at an early age. Uh, You know, I grew up in a big family, and uh, my parents taught me well. Help somebody. And uh, it's not all about you. It's weird to have a show, and it's named after you, but that's why I love having the Danettes. I love sharing. That's why we take phone calls. I like sharing all of this. When we win, we all win. And, uh, you know, we go through tough times. We all go through that together, and even with the audience. And when you share your stories, that's what's great. I view this as a, a large family, an extremely large family. But, you know, we go through it together. And there are times when you get mad at me or might not agree with me, but that's okay. It's no different from my brothers or sisters. We don't block phone calls. We, I, I trust who's listening to this, uh, that you understand the show, you appreciate the show, even if you have a discrepancy, a problem with something. That's okay. We've discussed those things, and we don't run from those things. But, you know, it's a reflection. I always feel like the show, you'll, you'll hear that and see that with your audience. And the love that's given back, the respect that's given back is immeasurable. I mean, it's, it, it, what, it, it has me doing this, keeps me going every single day. And as I tell the Danettes, every day is the Super Bowl, and that's how you have to approach this. Even though we're down two Danettes, guys got to step up. 
Guys in the back step up. You know, guys doing a couple of jobs. But this is about having fun. <laughs> it's like when when I would say, "Oh my God, I got to work second shift at Sports Center." People are like, "Wait, are you complaining?" And then I realized, no, you can't complain. Nobody wants to hear you complain. You're doing Sports Center. And yes, I was doing second shift. Didn't see my family during the week, but I I was still doing. I had a great job. The same thing with this. You know, I've been battling the flu now. It, I'm going on three weeks here, but I get to go to work every day. And it's, you know, it's it's our way of saying thank you for giving us a, a, an opportunity, a great life here. Um, Brandon in Virginia. Hi, Brandon. Good day, Dan Patrick. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Um, every day I wake up as a Cardinals fan and they're <laughs> still employed as a head coach makes no sense to me. Yeah. Our offensive line last night looked like a wet piece of paper. I think Fritzy could have had five sacks if he put them in the field last night. It's just ridiculous. Uh, my question to you is, do you think a head coach change will be coming? Uh, Sean Payton was rumored earlier on in the season to be the next head coach because he was a ball boy for Michael Bidwell Sr., um, he's got interest in coming there. So do you think a head coach change is coming soon, and do you think he might be a possibility? Well, here's the thing. I'd have to know what Sean Payton thinks of Kyler Murray because any coaching move you make where you get to dictate where you want to go, first thing you want to know is my quarterback. I can't imagine that Sean Payton would want to take that job with Kyler Murray. Cliff Kingsbury just got a contract extension. Five years. This isn't like college. You know, college, they'll go, um, hey, uh, the boosters, hey, we want to make a coaching change. You guys want to pony up the money and pay for this. You don't have boosters in the NFL. <laughs> you, you, you can't go to your local Chevy dealer and go, uh, hey, uh, Jimmy Lipper, you want to pony up $40 million? We get rid of our coach. In college, you can do that. In the NFL, the owner has to eat it. And I can't imagine that happening. It's like Texas A&M, I guess, considered buying out Jimbo Fisher, and that was $90 million. I mean, how crazy is that? But that's where the boosters go, all right, hey, Tommy, you got to take one for the team. All right, I'll give you $90 million. Yeah, Paul. I always wish they'd televised those meetings, those booster meetings in the back room <laughs> with the cigars and a bunch of guys with big belt buckles walking in saying, what do we got to bring in here? Cowboy hats coming in here. Yeah. We sidle up to the bar. I'll put in three large. All right. Uh, can I get $15 million? All right, I'll give you $15 million. Where are we now? We're up to $62 million. All right. I need $18 more million. We get a new coach. And then somebody ponies up. But I wouldn't assign Cliff Kingsbury to an extension, but I guess they wanted to attach him to Kyler Murray. And I, I think it's easy to take a victory lap around Kyler Murray's contract right now, but that's not fair to him. You know, at the beginning of the season, I wouldn't have done it. They put pressure on the Cardinals and the Cardinals. I mean, if you put language in there, basically saying uh, we need you to be a grown up and study. I can't give you two hundred and thirty million dollars. You're four and nine. The Niners aren't going away. Seattle is going to reload. I don't know what's going to happen. The Rams probably going to continue to take a dive, but. You always have to look at your your division. Just start there. Everybody measured themselves against the Patriots in the AFC East because they knew if, if we can beat them, then we can beat anybody or we can play for a Super Bowl. If you're Arizona and you look around, what do you have? Not much. And compare that to Seattle. You're not better than Seattle. The Niners' defense is the best in football. Maybe Brock Purdy is your future. So if you're Arizona and you're looking around, is it going to get much better than this? Maybe. Maybe you're a, a, a wild card team a couple of times. But they have famously folded in the second half of the last couple of seasons. Yeah, Paul? There are so many rumors about the Rams offseason. Not reports, but rumors. There's a lot of speculation about McVay and Stafford. And McVay had the monster offer last year for the media. Yeah. I wonder if Sean McVay looks at it and says, okay, I don't want to get fired from the Rams. I, I I would if I have to leave here. Let's say they had another bad year next year. That would be tough to have two bad years in a row. He gets the hall pass. But what if he says, "Okay, I'm very young. 
while I'm still a shiny object in the NFL, I'll, I'll take a $15 million five-year contract with Amazon. And then the minute I get the big offer again, three years from now, I just go back before he's damaged goods. Well, I don't know what's gonna, what the Rams are going to look like, but they mortgage their future to win a Super Bowl. You get a hall pass for a year or so. I don't know if Matthew Stafford plays again. And then what? Maybe you got your quarterback with Baker Mayfield. That would be a brilliant move on their part. But Cooper Cup coming back from an injury. Jalen Ramsey hasn't played well. Aaron Donald's going to give you one more year. Like you know, Bobby Wagner. I mean, you're 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 flirting here with another sub five hundred season. But that's where you go. Would you sell your soul for one year, knowing that the next four years? I, I always remember the Marlins, the Florida Marlins, Miami Marlins. They did it twice. And I said, hey, you did it. You, you went all in, and then you took the wrecking ball to your franchise. And I'm okay with that as long as I, a fan, knows what you know the logic here is. Because a lot of time the fan goes, I don't know what we're doing. You know, trust the process in Philadelphia. Okay, I bet you lower the prices while we trust the process here. They never do that. Trust the process, uh, but ticket price is going to stay the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, Paul. The Florida Marlins started in 1993. In their first 27 years, they won two World Series and never made the playoffs in any other year. <laughs> so they loaded. Remember they dumped a bunch of players yeah. in like 94? Yeah. And then they won that 96, 97 World Series. They did it again. They they were in last place, last place, third place, fourth place, fourth place. Then they won the World Series in 2003. Then they skipped the playoffs for 15 years. Yes, Todd. At the very least, how about making hot dogs or beers the price of the number of wins that you got at the end of one season into the next? So if you're a 3-14 and 14 team, it's 3 bucks for a hot dog. You win 12 games, all right, well, the team's better. We're charging you 12 bucks <laughs> for a hot dog. I think that's something that they should consider. Well, if they do that for beers, I'm okay with that. Because you know, the worst-case scenario, I got a $12 beer. There's already $17 beers. And there's yeah. no 17 and no team. <laughs> yeah. Now, nobody's going undefeated, no. so I'm okay with that. How about a beer and a hot dog cost you okay. whatever you know the, the uh, number of wins you have? I think that's great. Hey, uh, we're 5-12. and 12. All right, I'm going to get a nice deal over at the concession stand. Let's take a break here. We've got our play of the day coming up next. This holiday season is festive and fun, but it's also stressful. Gift shopping, decorating, hosting, traveling takes its toll. Quality sleep vital to your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Well, what are you getting at, Dan? Sleep number 360 Smart Bed. Let you adjust each side to your ideal firmness, comfort, and support so it's the right bed for both of you. And lack of sleep may leave you more vulnerable to colds and illness. Stay your healthiest by prioritizing sleep. And being overly tired can affect your appetite, sleep, exercise. That can help you avoid overindulging on the treats. Now's the time. Sleep Number's holiday savings event save $1,000 on their most popular Sleep Number 360 smart bed, plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Sleep Number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League, subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God! The play, the play, play of the day. Runner left side, got it. I'm gonna play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. He drops back, pressure throws down the middle, caught by Hopkins, crossing near side. Ball's punch loose. Got it. Picked up by the Patriots. Down the right side, running into the end zone. Touchdown, Touchdown. New England. A scoop and score for Raekwon McMillan. That's your play of the day. Play of the Day, brought to you by the great folks at M-Drive Supplements, supporting testosterone, energy, strength, and overall health. Get started now. Use the code DAN, 20% off mdrivedan.com. That's code DAN, mdrivedan.com. Patriots, since 2019, have 11 defensive touchdowns, most in the NFL. There was a moment after Tom Brady and the Buccaneers got blown out in San Francisco where a rookie defensive player... Was that Dre Greenlaw? I think it's was- Dre Greenlaw. And um, I always wondered if this had happened before with other players where you pick off a Hall of Famer and you go up and get him to autograph after the game, especially if the quarterback won the game and then you walk up to him and then you ask him to autograph the football. But I did wonder about that, that you have a rookie. You know, he said, hey, Tom's the, the GOAT. I, I got to get him to sign this. What if a quarterback went up to Darrell Rivas after throwing a touchdown pass on Darrell Rivas after the game and goes, hey, uh, Darrell, would you say, or Deion Sanders or some of these other great defensive backs, would they be willing to do that? And I thought it was pretty cool what Brady did because you're in the moment, he's got his sharp, and he says, hey, would you sign this? And I'm, I wonder if it happens more often than we think. Yes, Todd? It's also unique, I guess, because this is the GOAT. This is the greatest that most people recognize of all time. And I'm just surprised he had the guts to, uh, to go over to him, knowing how fiery Brady can get when things aren't just right, that he found a moment that he felt comfortable enough to say, hey, can you sign this? Because this would be a great thing to have forever. Okay, but what if you dunked on somebody? Let's say 
Trey Young dunked on LeBron after the game had the basketball and said, hey, would you autograph this? How do you think LeBron would do with that? I mean, I give Brady credit. Yes, he is the GOAT, but he's, he's got 80 family members. He just played the, one of the worst games of his career. They've been humbled. He lost to a quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant, and they were non-threatening. And he threw a couple of picks. And then all of a sudden, you're going to bring that football over to him after? Yeah, Paul. Yeah, and he wasn't the only one. A lot of players, they realized this is their one and only time to face Brady. <laughs> Dre Greenlaw, the linebacker, walked over and goes, please, can you sign the ball? You're the greatest ever. It's an honor for us, for real. I've been watching you since I was two years old. And, <laughs> I mean, he, he was total fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Brady didn't like that. I've been watching. I get that sometimes. Hey, I, I watched you on SportsCenter since I was four. But I, I see, I think that's a compliment because you're still doing yes. it. You're not out there at, like an, sitting at an Applebee's bar. You know, Brady's still doing it. He's got kids who are you know, 21 years old saying, I grew up watching you playing you in Madden. Yes, Todd. If someone admires me so much and they did something to me that's what you would think is embarrassing in a game and they have the guts to actually approach me, that alone I would probably sign it for them. If I'm LeBron getting dunked on, wow, you, you, you think it's such a big deal that you had an opportunity to dunk on me in an NBA game and you want to share that with your great-grandchildren <laughs> one day, whatever, you know what, and you had the guts to actually ask me that after the game, I'll do it. I don't know. I don't know how many guys would. I can't imagine Peyton Manning saying yes to that. I, I just don't. Drew Brees in the moment? Aaron Rodgers in the moment? I, I, I just don't see that happening. I, I think Brady was so surprised. Hey, I got the Sharpie. Here's the football. Would you sign that? And Brady's like, and he might have thought, well, I'm probably on camera here. Let me sign this thing. Yeah, Paul. Brady's caught heat in the past, a couple years back, when he would, after a loss, just run off the yes. field and not shake hands. Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and so that hasn't happened in a while. Brady now runs over, does the quarterback shake, and then stays on the field and soaks it in a little more. But that's one of those situations where you could have easily seen him turning and saying, I'm going to hit the locker room. This was not a good day. Well, what will happen sometimes is you'll get you know one of the clubhouse guys who will take it over and give it to the clubhouse guy for the opposing team and say, hey, uh, such and such wanted to know if Tom didn't want to, you know, do this in front of other people. That that could be a possibility. Yes, Todd. I think years ago in sports, you know, you couldn't get away with that, or no one would even ask for something like that. But now they're all praying together and holding hands. They're exchanging jerseys, and it's like a different world now. They're all, you know, hugging and everything. So it doesn't seem quite as odd to ask the opponent to sign something for them, even if it's an embarrassing moment. George in Iowa joins us. Hi, George. What's on your mind today? Hello, gentlemen. Hey, George. Hey, uh, six foot of BP-205. Border BP. Hey, so, Dan, I have one question for you, and I'm, but this is a little bit off topic. Do you recall many, many years ago, uh, I do not remember who your radio partner was, but you took a, you took a call from Yankee, former Yankee Mickey Rivers? Yes. Do you recall what happened during that? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, that was Sean Salisbury was with me, and Mickey Rivers got a ticket. He was going through a toll booth, and um, you're not supposed to be on your phone. And the officer there at the toll booth was going to give him a ticket. And then he said, Mickey Rivers lied to the police officer and said, I'm talking to Mr. Steinbrenner. <laughs> And he's on the radio with me, and and Sean Salisbury lost it. It it was it was hilarious. Now I remember that one, but the one I was thinking of was when you you had Mickey on the line and you played a recording of the late great Yogi Berra, and Mickey thought he was talking to Yogi Berra. No, it was Bucky Dent. It because Bucky Dent. Yeah, Bucky Dent used Mickey Rivers' bat when he hit the home run to beat the Red Sox when he homered off, who was that, Mike Torres, and uh, you know, hit it over the, uh, the Green Monster. We played a clip of Bucky Dent, and Mickey started talking to <laughs> Bucky Dent, who was on tape. He wasn't even on the radio. But uh, thank you, George. Yeah, Mickey gave us a couple of uh, those moments there. But when, when he, he, so he's going through a toll booth. And you're not allowed to have your phone. You know, back then he's holding his phone. He's doing the interview with me. And he was talking so fast, I could barely understand him. And then you hear the police officer at the toll booth said, hey, you got to get off your phone. 
and he's still talking. And he's like, hey, you got to get off your phone. He goes, oh, I, I'm, I'm talking to Mr. Steinbrenner. And he, he's talking to me. And he was trying to get out of a ticket. I don't know if he got ticketed for being on his phone. Oh, Mickey. Mickey B. Mickey. Yeah. And we were trying trying to figure out what Mickey was saying half the time. And then right before you're wrapping him up, Sean Salisbury goes, hey, Mickey, real quick, do you have any Reggie Jackson stories? Oh, my God. And Mickey did like six minutes. Because I couldn't understand Mickey. When he started talking, it speaks so fast. I thought, you know, I better get off this phone call because nobody is going to be able to translate this. And then Salisbury goes, hey, got any Reggie Jackson stories? And then Mickey goes, oh, you know, and he went off on that. Ah, good times. Good times. Dan Orlovsky of the Mothership will join us coming up. Tim Kalashaw covers the Cowboys. We'll stop by as well. Got a busy two hours coming up right here. Dan Patrick Show. One more item. We close out hour one. It's getting to be that time of the year again. It's coming to an end. We got to start making plans for 2023. But don't wait until next year to take care of your health this year. M-Drive supplements formulated specifically for men to support testosterone, energy, strength, and overall health. M-Drive's not one of those companies that tries to make you feel bad about yourself, and then they promise to fix you. M-Drive's for motivated guys. You want to feel your best, have the energy to do the things that you love. There's no magic pill that makes you feel 20 again. But if you're driven to put in the time and the work, M-Drive's clinically tested ingredients can help you go the extra mile. Start that new hobby. Clean the garage. Get into the swing of things for 2023 now. M-Drive products, you'll find them in stores like Rite Aid and Sprouts. Now's the time to get started. 20% off, more energy, strength, and drive. Use the code DAN at mdrivedan.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.